哈利路亚，各位主内弟兄姐妹、亲戚朋友，大家平安。哈利路亚 ，Peace to all brothers and sisters。今天靠着圣灵的带领，小弟以摩西的操练作为主题，跟大家一起来学习。And our topic this afternoon is the training of Moses。最近在东京举行的奥运会非常的精彩。And the Olympics that's held in Tokyo right now, it's pretty interesting。我们没有看直播，可能也有看转播或者看新闻。You may have watched it live, or you may have watched it at time delayed, or you may have read it in the news. 各国的运动选手拼着命去争取奖牌 ，and athletes from all over the world are doing their best to try to gain the medals. 当他们站在那个台上拿着奖牌的那一刻，是充满的荣誉。And as they stand on the podium receiving their medals, they're full of glory and honor. 但是我们观众看到的只是他几分钟、几秒钟的那个表演，一个比赛。What we have witnessed or seen was just a few minutes of the competition. 像今天要跑的这个一百米，这几天要跑的一百米的这个比赛。For example, the 100-meter dash re,、uh, that's coming up in the either today or the next few days. 九秒多，他们就跑完一百一百公尺。And the fastest time was in nine seconds. 但是为了要跑那九秒多，运动员之前培训了多少年的辛劳 ？But for the sake of that nine seconds, how long had the athletes been training? 没有这种操练训练是不可能达到这种高水平的表现。Without extensive trainings by the athletes, there's no way they could have achieved a high result. 同样，一个人想要为神工作，也要介绍从神来的操练。And similarly, a person who wishes to work for God must also be trained by God. 最近我们在读出埃及记，它的主题就是神的救赎。And recently, we are reading the book of Exodus, whose theme,、uh, the theme is、uh, the salvation of God. 神的救赎啊，是要透过人来完成的。The salvation of God must be completed by humans. 啊，神要差遣摩西去把以色列人带出埃及。And God sent Moses to lead the Israelites out of Egypt. 几百万个以色列人，但是摩西就只有一个。Millions of Israelites, but there is only one Moses. 但是摩西也不是一出生。或者是少年的时候就可以被神所选造的所赋啊应用。And、Moses wasn't chosen by God when he was born, nor when he was in his teenage years. 他经过很多的操练。He went through a period of training. 那没有操练之前的摩西啊，他是一个怎么的样子呢 ？And prior to the training of God, what was Moses like? 好，我们来讲几点，他没有接受操练之前的样子。Uh, let's talk about a few points of Moses prior to him being called by the Lord. 第一，他是充满冲动还有学气的一个人。First, he was quite rash and impulsive. 我们看出埃及记的二章十一节。Let's turn to the book of Exodus, chapter two. 二章的十一节。Chapter two, verse eleven. Exodus chapter two, verse eleven. Now it came to pass in those days when Moses was grown that he went out to his brethren and looked at their burdens, and he saw an Egyptian beating a Hebrew, one of his brethren. Twelve. So he looked this way and that way, and when he saw no one, he killed the Egyptian and hid him in the sand. Ah, if we have read the Bible before, we know the story of Moses. If we have read the Bible before, we know the story of Moses. He was born in the Hebrew family. He was born into a Hebrew family. But in the Bible, he was born into a Hebrew family. But in the Bible, he was born into a Hebrew family. But in the Bible, he was born into a Hebrew family. But in the Bible, he was born into a Hebrew family. But in the Bible, he was born into a Hebrew family. But in the Bible, he was born into a Hebrew family. But in the Bible, he was born into a Hebrew family. But in the Bible, he was born into a Hebrew family. But in the Bible, he was born into a Hebrew family. But in the Bible, he was born into a Hebrew family. But in the Bible, he was born into a Hebrew family. But in the Bible, he was born into a Hebrew family. But in the Bible, he was born into a Hebrew family. But in the Bible, he was born into a Hebrew family. But in the Bible, he was born into a Hebrew family. But in the Bible, he was born into a Hebrew family. But in the Bible, he was born into a Hebrew family. But in the Bible, he was born into a Hebrew family. But in the Bible, he was born into a Hebrew family. But in the Bible, he was born into a Hebrew family. But in the Bible, he was born into a Hebrew family. But in the Bible, he was And he gave an edict,、uh, instructing midwives to kill all the、uh, all the newborn Egyptian、uh, Hebrew boys. But 
摩西的爸爸妈妈很有信心。The parents of Moses were full of faith.所以要把他藏起来。They hid him.直到不能再藏了。Until he could no longer be hidden.这个在神的命运的安排之下,摩西被放到河里面那个篮子里面。And under the wonderful arrangement of God, Moses was placed into a basket in the river.那到后来就要看看到底他的命运就交给神了。and his fate was placed in the hands of God. An Egyptian princess went to the river to take a bath. And she found the adorable baby in a basket. And she kept him and he became her son. So fate is actually in the hands of God. A Hebrew boy who was initially to be killed. Overnight, he became adopted son of an Egyptian princess. We can say that Moses became a prince of Egypt. This is very dramatic. But all things are possible because everything is in the hands of God. And verse 11 records that Moses had grown up. He had not forgotten who he was. He knew he was a Hebrew. He went out of the palace to look at to look at his brethren to see how they were living. He saw that the Hebrews were constantly being bullied by the Egyptians. Moses wanted to resolve this issue. How did he resolve it? Verse 12 recorded that he killed an Egyptian who bullied a Hebrew. And hit the dead Egyptian in the sand. We know that at that time Moses was of the flesh and he was impulsive. At this age, Moses was not in his teens, rather he was in his forties. When you read this passage, you may think that he was a teenage lad. Young people, especially young men, um, they, they love uh, physical sports. And you have read or heard in the news uh, young people um, playing basketball in a court, and then after that, they began to have a group fight. Uh, the national sports of Canada is hockey. And some people say that when they were watching hockey, they not only watched the game, they were also watching for fights. And some people say that after a few minutes of the games, the players began to fight amongst themselves. There are people who enjoy boxing extreme sports like UFC. Especially for men, um, for them to take out their anger uh, through fists is quite normal. Moses had a lot of anger in him. 
and his anger was due to him um, uh, witnessing his own brothers being bullied by Egyptians. And as Asians in North America, it's not easy because we see that society has more and more anti-Asian um, incidents. And when you see that someone has been bullied, you sometimes feel very angry. But most people, when they witness such incidents, they tend to run away. Moses felt that he was full of righteousness. And people who deem to be righteous also tend to act impulsively. And when he became angry, he could not think things properly. He thought, I will use the simplest way to resolve this issue. That is, I'll use my fist. And let's see who has a bigger fist. So Moses uh, killed the Egyptian. We don't know whether Moses had taken up any schools of martial arts, but he killed the Egyptian barehanded instead of using a weapon. This is an act of impulsiveness. People who are righteous, they tend uh, to have ambitions and they are fervent in life. However, they don't think things through and they act impulsively. And people who have not been trained by God, they tend to be more impulsive. Are you an impulsive person? Let us uh, examine ourselves. People who tend to talk fast are also impulsive. Second is people who are healthy or full of energy, they also tend to be impulsive. And young people tend to be impulsive. And there are people when they do holy work, they tend to be impulsive. And sometimes halfway through a meeting, they would slam the feast on the desk and they said, that's it, I'm not taking part in this meeting anymore. In fact, Moses, prior to the training of God, was an impulsive person. The Bible is very clear on this. Let's turn to James chapter 1, verse 19. James chapter 1, verse 19. Verse 19, so then, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. Verse 20, for the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. Here, this verse tells us that we should be swift to hear, slow to speak. And there are times that we uh, tend to do the opposite. We are very slow to hear, but we are very swift to speak. Um, we see uh, couples constantly bickering uh, between uh, the two of them. And sometimes they will even fight. However, the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. And when in in 
well, in your anger, you may have hit someone or killed someone, and you may have felt that you have found a, a channel for your anger. But have you produced anything? Have you produced the righteousness of God? No, you have done the, the very opposite. You have destroyed things. And we see Moses killed one Egyptian, but how many Egyptians can he kill with his two fists? He himself had, had to fled for his life. And people who were who weren't trained, they tend to be impulsive. And the second uh, the second thing about not being trained by God. Let's turn to Exodus. Exodus chapter 2, verse 12. He, so he looked this way and that way, and when he saw no one, he killed the Egyptian. It is especially recorded here that he looked around prior to killing the person, the Egyptian. If there were people around him, he probably would not kill the Egyptian. He was certain that there was no one around. And possibly that the that the Hebrew that the Egyptian was bullying was not even around. If he were to kill the Egyptian, no one would know. Otherwise, given his social status, he would definitely not have killed anyone. If a prince were to kill someone, it should be a secret. However, he had forgotten to look up. When we do things, most often we look right and left. We did not look up. It is not difficult to catch a thief in a store. If you look at a person who is taking things and then looking left and right, that person is probably stealing. Because if you were simply buying things, there's no need for you to look left and right. If they're looking to see whether there's anyone witnessing their theft. However, many of the thieves forgot to look up because they were being captured by the CCTV. And same with us here. Uh, when we look around us, does anyone know? Since no one knows, we are free to do whatever we intend to Let us not forget that God is looking at us. If your actions can be captured by CCTV, then God can even look at you. And that is why sometimes you see signs on the store that says that their cameras smile. It is a warning to all the shoppers that their actions are being captured. Moses had forgotten that God was looking at him. No one saw him, however, God was looking at him. Next is that there is there is fear in the heart of Moses. Let's take a look at Exodus chapter 2, verse 14. 14, then he said, Who made you a prince and a judge over us? Do you intend to kill me as you killed the Egyptian? 
So Moses feared and said, "Surely this thing is known." Ah, and it recorded that later on, someone found out about the killing. How did Moses know? Because Moses was trying to make peace with two Hebrews who were fighting. So one of them said to Moses, Are you going to kill me as you killed the Egyptian? And so it's recorded in this verse that Moses feared. Did we not say earlier that Moses was impulsive? And people who are uh, impulsive does not mean that they were brave. They simply could not control their emotions, and at the moment, the heat of the moment, they did uh, something foolish. If you were to tell Moses then that he should lead the Egyptian, the Hebrews to go to the Pharaoh and request a, a certain conditions, he probably would not do it. He was afraid that the that the Pharaoh would uh, kill him. So Moses at the age of 40, can he be used by God? He had great fear of Pharaoh. And he did not look at God at all. He was looking at his fellow people. He is impulsive. He has the guts, but does not have the brains. These people tend to destroy things rather than build things up. And God knew that the person that he wanted is not ready, however, he can be trained. And God knows people well, he knows who can be trained, who cannot. And there are some people when being trained, they gave up. There are others who can be trained. Like a sculptor, when they pick up a piece of rock, they can decide whether this rock can be sculptured. A, a seasoned sculptor would, a sculptor would know. For some, the sculptor would say that these rocks are useless and to be thrown away. And for some rocks, they take, the sculptors take a look and realize that this is a good piece of rock and it can be turned into a piece of beautiful art. So let us take a look at how God trained Moses. And let us also ponder, perhaps God is also training us today. The first point, uh, the first way of training is training through family. And Moses had to face the training of a family. And earlier we mentioned that Moses was a prince of Egypt, so he grew up he grew up in an Egyptian palace. He he is very different from us, he is nobility. So he has the best of everything of the material world. 
So he is a nobility or royalty. No one, no ordinary person can be compared to him. As a person is outstanding, he can also be very proud. The way they speak, the way they walk, it's very different. So how did God train Moses? He fled for his life away from royalty. He has to enter into another family. And this family will be training him and testing him. Let's turn to Exodus chapter 2, verse 21. Exodus chapter 2, verse 21. 21. That Moses was content to live with a man, and he gave Zipporah, his daughter, to Moses. So Moses fled for his life and he came to the wilderness. And he, he came to the desert and saw a group of women drawing water. So Moses being a healthy young man, he came to the assistance of these women and helped them draw water. And when some of the shepherds came to drive them away, Moses would uh, help these women. So Moses was strong physically. And when these women went back home, they told their father that uh, one, a man came and helped us. And so the father said to the girls, why don't you invite him home to have a meal with us? And Moses came and the father had a good understanding of Moses. Upon the, after the conversation, they realized that Moses was a pitiful man. A member of royalty became uh, a fugitive. Had no home to go back to. He was in the wilderness by himself. He would never survive. He does not have a place to sleep. He has nowhere to eat. Verse 21 tells us clearly that Moses was content to live with a man. Why was he content? Because he had nowhere else to go. He had nowhere to go. So when the man was willing to keep him, he was happy to work for him, even though it may be free of charge. And the man uh, felt that his daughter was grown up and had not been married, so she, he gave her to Moses. So actually Moses married into this family, into Ruel, uh, the father-in-law. Moses did not bring anything with him. He did not bring his wife away from the, her family. Rather, he lived in their home. So this new family has gave Moses new feelings. 
And he came into a family, therefore his status at home is certainly lower than that of his wife. We can say that his status at that in that family is much lower than when he was in the palace. And when he had a child, you can tell from the name of the child how Moses actually feel. Verse 22, And she bore him a son. He called his name Gershom, for he said, I have been a stranger in a foreign land. So at this point, Moses has his own family. However, he still felt uneasy in his heart. He still felt a stranger in this land. I'm a sojourner. 这个是这个是米甸人,我岳父的家,不是我自己的家。And this is the land of the Medians, this is the home of my father-in-law, but it is not my home. 这种的情况会把摩西王子的骄傲气势磨掉很多。Under such circumstances, Moses would probably shed most uh, of his uh, uh, his feeling as a prince of Egypt. 以前是个王子啊,今天来一下,仆人一大会跟着来。in the past, he was a prince. He has a lot of people serving him. He is a man of social status. Now that, now that he is in his uh, in a new home, his pride was gone. It's true that the family may be loving. However, a family, especially a marriage, is able to train you. There is no right or wrong in a marriage. However, a marriage can train a person. And you may be able to experience it. When you enter into a new family, for example, a sister after growing up and married uh, husband, she had to move in with the husband and move into the, the husband's family. And to get along with the mother-in-law is a great test and a training. And there's a Chinese saying that from a daughter-in-law, you become a mother-in-law. And on the other hand, life may not be easy for the husband or the brother. Especially when they have married a woman who is strong-minded. And from the Bible records, we can probably tell that Moses' wife was probably a strong woman by her own right. Moses' uh, wife was named Zipporah, and she was probably a strong woman. Let's turn to chapter 4, verse 24. Exodus chapter 4, verse 24. 24, and it came to pass on the way at the encampment that the Lord met him and sought to kill him. 25, then Zipporah took a sharp stone and cut off the foreskin of her son and cast it at Moses' feet and said, surely you are a husband of blood to me. 26, so he let him go. Then she said, you are a husband of blood because of the circumcision. 
Here is a very special passage in, in this uh, entire chapter. 本来都已经讲了, and we initially said that uh, Moses was called by God and Moses was ready to work for God. However, on the way, the Lord met him was and wanted to kill him. Why? 这里说, it says here that the son of Moses had not been circumcised. Moses himself, when he was still a baby, had perhaps been circumcised by his parents. A male Hebrew child uh, uh, after birth on the eighth day will be circumcised. There is no exception. This is a sign of a covenant between God and the Hebrews. However, Moses was in the wilderness in Midian in his wife's home. Um, his son did not go through circumcision. And because the boy was not circumcised, um, the Lord has to settle account with Moses. 好啊,那有人就问了,那为什么摩西的孩子没有受隔离? will ask, how come the son of Moses was not circumcised? 是不是忘记呢? Did he forget? 有可能. Possible. 但是更有可能的是,希伯拉不允许孩子去受隔离. The more the, the more reasonable uh or the the more reasonable uh reason being that Zipporah probably forbid Moses to circumcise the boy. Most likely she would say that this is a tradition of the Hebrews, not the tradition of the Medians. So if Moses wanted to circumcise the child, however Zipporah refused to, then the boy will not be circumcised. Only towards uh, when God wanted to kill Moses. Verse 25, Zipporah was forced to take up a sharp stone and cut off the foreskin of a son. And she, after cut off the foreskin of a son, threw it at Moses' feet. Uh, you can tell that she was not happy, and she said, you are a husband of blood to me. So you can tell that Zipporah was a strong woman. And it's through this incident that God is teaching Zipporah to be more submissive to God and to her husband. And all the years that Moses spent at Zipporah's family, it was not an easy time for him. And everyone in their own home would have been uh, would have been trained in some way. And sometimes you yourself understand what you have gone through. I remember about 20 years ago in another country, I met a brother. I thought that he was very gentle. I felt I thought that he had no temper. So I said to him, brother, I see that you are very gentle. And you don't lose your temper easily. And 
He looked at me and laughed bitterly. He said, I have to thank my wife. And I asked, why are you thanking your wife? And he said to me, Preacher, you don't know. My wife has terrible temper. She was very unreasonable. And she loses her temper easily. If I don't let her have her way, then we'll have fights every day. So for 30 years, I've been trained by her. So I am now the way I am. I was not like this before. So I can see that this brother had been trained enormously at home. So let us not be the instrument of training for others. We should change by ourselves. However, sometimes families do put pressure on you. And that is how Moses was trained that he had to lose his air of being a prince. And to change one's personality, it's not done overnight. The second type of training is the training of work. Let's turn to chapter 3, verse 1. Exodus chapter 3, verse 1. Now Moses was tending the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian. And he led the flock to the back of the desert and came to Horeb, the mountain of God. And another type of training is the training of work. And before God handed him millions of Israelites to lead, God first gave Moses tens and hundreds of sheep. Sometimes we think that once we are done with our training, we'll be doing enormous work for our Lord. We have to stand before the multitude and to lead them. But God said, wait. Before I give you uh, millions of people, let me now give you hundreds of sheep. A shepherd is a difficult job. Other than having very low social status, it is a hard work. Let's turn to Genesis chapter 31, verse 40. Chapter 31, verse 40. And there I was in the day the drought consumed me and the frost by night and my sleep departed from my eyes. In the Middle East, in the Palestinian area, um, the daytime temperature can be in the high 40s and low 50s. It's very hot. And the skin of the shepherd are often being scorched by the sun and they tend to be dark. And in the at night, the temperature drops to 10 degrees, very cold. And here the shepherd Jacob thought about his past days and he couldn't sleep at night. We mentioned that what was Moses doing in Egypt? Let's turn to Book of Acts, chapter seven, verse twenty-two. Chapter seven, verse twenty-two. 
And Moses was learned in all the wisdom of the Egyptians and was mighty in words and deeds. So what was Moses doing in Egypt? So he was a learned man, so he would be uh, using words and deeds. He doesn't need to cook, he doesn't need to clean, he doesn't need to do any hard work. He's probably uh, focusing on his studies. And Egypt is present day the United States, United Kingdom, and Canada, countries where there are are they have top schools. Egyptians are good in math and physics, that's why they're able to build the, the pyramids. Egyptians are uh, well known for their languages, so they're very good in linguistics. So Moses had learned all the wisdom of the Egyptians. And people who are who learned a lot, they're also pretty good with words. And when they stand before the congregation, they're very good in giving their speech and their reports. So learned men, they rely on their mouth. So all this knowledge that Moses possessed, what is he going to do with them in the wilderness? And God works in strange ways. Sometimes what we are proud of, God tends to take those away from us. God will put you in a place where you found that you have your talents are placed in the are all in the wrong places. So you are good in math, but what's what's the point of having math in the wilderness shepherding flocks? You may be very good in management, but you'll only be managing sheep. You're very good with public speaking, but what's the point of speaking to the sheep? There's a Chinese saying that you're playing the musical instruments towards a group of a herd of ox oxen. So in this case, in in Moses' case, what's the point of playing music to the sheep? So how did God train a person? To make you feel all of a sudden that you're useless. This is the training of God. Humans tend to be proud, we tend to think that we're very useful. I'm very good with my studies, I'm very good with musical instruments. Oh, I am an expert of certain topics. And these people, these experts, gather together. In a country, there was in another country, there was an incident where the church has to be expanded. That is, they have to build a new chapel. So they picked members who were very knowledgeable uh, and formed a building committee. So we have architects, engineers, accountants, all sorts of professionals in this committee. So everybody thought that these people are professionals, they're very knowledgeable, so they can 
handle this issue and have it done in half the time. In the in the group in the committee, there were people with PhDs and people with masters. 抱着这种心情，我们要为神做点事，所有的专业都进来了。So everyone had the heart of serving God, so they have they are professionals of all different fields in the committee.做的要盖教会隔壁的一栋大楼，要把它扩建而已，都不是重新盖一个新，是扩建而已。And the purpose of the committee was to expand the church, which is to build a building beside the existing chapel.大家觉得说，哇，一定很快了。And everyone felt that it this. Work can be done pretty fast. 结果呢，令人家完全的想不到。However, out of everyone's expectation, 因为因为有人知识太多了。Because there are too many professionals in the committee.大家都觉得自己懂，自己的意见才是好。Everyone thought that they were knowledgeable and they made they held on to their own opinion.每次开会呢，就好像政府国会开会一样，坚持不下。And Every committee meeting, it's like to a meeting in a parliament that everyone maintain their own views. 开了五六十七会，都没有把那个最好的草稿可以定下来啊，开到快疯掉了。They had meetings for fifty to sixty times. They were still not able to to come down or to make a decision on the draft of the building. 为什么? Why? 人太聪明。Because they're all too smart. 以为自己很聪明。Or they thought they were smart. 没有靠神的心。they have not relied on God. God thought that since you're so smart, we'll let you argue amongst yourselves. Towards the end, everyone felt that something is not right. So they began to pray. And some of the professionals felt that they had enough, so they quit. Then you have the common brothers and sisters who knew nothing, but they became part of the committee and they relied on prayers. Only through prayers that they were able to finish the job. So the training of God is miraculous. God did not make you feel that you are knowledgeable and and you are being blessed with all types of talents. 神的训练是不是让你原来觉得有的，你都觉得哎呀，其实在神面前这些东西没什么用。And God's training was to let was to let you know that whatever talents that you have before God, they seem to be nothing. 我还是不能靠自己。I cannot rely on myself. 我们看出埃及记第四章第十节。Let's turn to Exodus chapter four, verse ten. Chapter 4, verse 10. Verse 10. Then Moses said to the Lord, O my Lord, I am not eloquent, neither before nor since you have spoken to your servant, but I am slow of speech and slow of tongue. Forty years ago, when Moses was forty, he felt that he was eloquent in speech, able to fight, and able to do a lot of things. Forty years later, Moses, at the age of eighty, God wanted him to go see Pharaoh, and Moses refused. He said, "What? He said, 'I am not Moses said, 'I am not eloquent.' He wasn't joking. And forty years shepherding flocks, he had. He does not have a lot of chance to speak. So he really became a talker. 
And it is true that he may be stuttering. He's not very good with words anymore. 记不记得我们疫情刚开始的时候，整天关在家里。Remember, uh, during the beginning of the pandemic, we were all hunkering down at home. 如果你家里很多人跟你讲话还好，如果你家里没有什么人跟你讲话，你真的是久不讲话，讲不出话来，不晓得讲什么。If you have a lot of people living with you, you're still able to have conversations every day. However, if you don't have a lot of people living with you, sometimes you don't even open your mouth to speak. So, old people, ah, if you have old people, you have to talk to them. Otherwise, you will stutter and talk with no words. Especially the seniors. If you have seniors at home, you speak to them, speak to them more often. Otherwise, they will slowly lose the ability to speak. So, Moses had lost his previous glories. From a very good speaker, he never spoke. From someone who was very eloquent to someone who's not eloquent. 神就喜欢那个不会讲话的。A God prefers the Moses who's not eloquent. 不会讲话哦，你就不要讲太多话。If you are not eloquent, then don't say too much. 啊，神说我会派呃一个个亚伦代替你讲话。God said I will send your brother Aaron to speak on your behalf. 所以你看这四十年的工作的训练，牧羊人的训练实在是不简单。So you see that the forty years of shepherding was was not an easy thing for Moses. 让摩西变成柔和谦卑。And Moses became gentle and humble. 我们看民民民数记的十二章的第三节。Let's turn to Numbers, Numbers chapter twelve, verse three. 民数记十二章的第三节。Numbers chapter twelve, verse three, verse three. Now the man Moses was very humble, more than all men who were on the face of the earth. 摩西这个谦卑柔和不是天生的。Moses was not born a humble man. We've already talked about it. If you take Moses' natural personality, the impulsive man, earlier we mentioned that Moses, by nature, was a very proud and very impulsive man. We don't have to laugh at Moses. Actually, many of us are like him. We don't have to laugh at Moses. We are probably very much like him. But through the training of the shepherd, however, through the years being a shepherd, the weather changes. The heat of the environment, 晚上冷 ，and the coldness at night. 还有呢，你对着这些羊也不能发脾气啊。Yes, and he was facing sheep all the time. 啊，你踢那个羊。When he was angry, he could have kicked the sheep. He could have hit the sheep. 被你打死了，怎么跟岳父交代啊 ？However, he could have very well killed them. So how would he settle the account with his father-in-law? 一定要忍啊。He had to endure. 其实，年轻人当了父母啊，就能够体会这句话了。And young men, when you have when the young people when they have become parents, they will be able to understand this better. 没有当父母，看到别人孩子很吵哦，都很没有耐性。And before you become a parent, when you see other children crying, you sometimes have no patience. 自己当了父母，哎呀，对孩子的吵啊闹啊，都比较能够体会。After you have become a parent, you have more experience towards the crying of children. 看你孩子长大了，当了青青少年了，反叛期了，你也要忍耐。And when your children grow up and in the and the teenage rebellious years, you also have to put up with it. You have to adjust your emotions and your behavior. You have to adjust your emotions and your behavior. You have to adjust your emotions and your behavior. You have to adjust your emotions and your behavior. You have to adjust your emotions and your behavior. You have to adjust your emotions and your behavior. You have to adjust your emotions and your behavior. You have to adjust your emotions and your behavior. You have to adjust your emotions and your behavior. You have to adjust your emotions and your behavior. You have to adjust your emotions and your behavior. You have to adjust your emotions and your behavior. You have to adjust your emotions and your behavior. You have to adjust your emotions and your behavior. You have to adjust your emotions and your behavior. You have to adjust your emotions and your behavior. You have to adjust your emotions and your behavior. You have to adjust your emotions and your behavior. You have to adjust your emotions and your behavior. You have to adjust your emotions and your behavior. You have to adjust your emotions and your And the last step of training is the training of time. Oh, we look at Exodus chapter seven, verse twenty-three. Let's turn to Acts chapter seven, verse twenty-three. Acts chapter seven, verse twenty-three. Here it is recorded that he went to Jerusalem to see his brothers and sisters in the temple. Now, when he was forty years old, it came into his heart to visit his brethren, the children of Israel. 
In the book of Exodus, it did not mention that he was 40 years old. 但是这里使徒行传有补充啊, the book of Acts um, uh, supplemented this piece of information saying that he was 40 years old. 好, so how old was Moses and Aaron when they met with Pharaoh? Let's turn to Exodus chapter 7, verse 7. Exodus chapter 7, verse 7. And Moses was 80 years old and Aaron 83 years old when they spoke to Pharaoh. So at this time, Moses was 80 years old. The training of time. Sometimes, 时间会磨掉一个人的心智 Sometimes, uh, time and can erode a person's determination. When you were young, you wanted to do something badly. However, you were not successful when you were young. You don't have the necessary requirements, the time is not right. And after a period of time, you slowly lose that ambition or that motive. So time can test a person. Do you truly want to do this thing? Or were you simply being impulsive at the time? In fact, Moses wanted to work for God when he was young. However, time had already eroded most of his motives. And at the age of 80, Moses no longer had the ambition to save the people of Israel. When I was young, I wasn't able to accomplish it. Now that I'm old, what can I do? When I was young and full of energy, was not able to achieve it. How can I do it now that I'm old and withered? When I was young, I was eloquent with words. Now, now I'm not eloquent at all. How can I convince the Pharaoh? So the determination or the motive in Moses had already been eroded with time. Even though Moses wanted to reject the work assigned by God, but at the end, he still went. Why? Let's turn to chapter 4. Verse 14. Exodus chapter 4, verse 14. So the anger of the Lord was kindled against Moses, and he said, Is not Aaron the Levite your brother? I know that he can speak well. And look, he's also coming out to meet you. When he sees you, he will be glad in his heart. You can see that God was angry. God was angry with Moses for rejecting And so Moses said yes to God because he could no longer say no. So he had to find his determination. Amazon的老板带一些人上太空了 
there was news last week that uh, uh, the CEO of Amazon uh, went on to a spaceship. And one of the passengers was an 80-year-old woman. When she was young, she was trained to be an astronaut. However, because she was a woman, even though she was trained, but she was not sent into space. And she was well into her 80s. And Jeff Bezos asked her, do you want to go into space? And she said, yes, I want to go into space. And the, the, the woman didn't say, I'm now too old. She was still eager to go into space. And her ambition was not fulfilled when she was young. Time has not eroded her determination. A lot of things happened to Moses. He still loved his people. He still loved God. Though he was unwilling, he still went. And he was able to withstand the test of time. Brothers and sisters, can you withstand the test of time? Your love for your husband or for your wife is able to withstand the test of time. Your fervent for holy work, can it, be, can it withstand the test of time? Are you being impulsive that you want to do at the beginning, but halfway through you don't want to do it again? Your thirst for the truth, can it withstand the test of time? At the very beginning of your faith, you're very fervent towards the truth. Now that you're old, has your fervency draw cold? Everything has to withstand the test of time before you can come before God. So Moses was being tested by his family, was tested by his work. He was also tested by time. And finally, he became a faithful servant of God. What about you? Let us sing hymn. Hymn number 373. 